Hey everybody and welcome to the 10th episode of the Mark Merwards podcast in part 2 of my top 20 album list. Uh, in this episode, I'll list down the final and 10 best albums of the year, so let's keep this going. At number 10 is Rich Brian with The Sailor. It was released in July 26, and this is his second album after his uh, album last year, which was Amen. Uh, I listened to that album probably like twice or thrice. I didn't really like it. I thought it was monotonous, so I was skeptical uh, coming into The Sailor. However, after listening to it, it was one of the more surprising hip-hop releases for me. Uh, it showcased a great improvement from Rich Brian musically. Uh, he showcased his musical versatility. He tackled different sounds, not just typical trap and hip-hop. And he even had good vocal performances when he sang in the album. So this was a really great album, uh, especially for a young guy like Rich Brian. There are still some flaws. Some songs didn't really stick, didn't really land. However, this is a great stepping stone to something, uh, something amazing down the line. Uh, I gave this album a decent to strong 7. And my favorite tracks are Drive Safe and Yellow. At number 9 is Rex Orange County with Pony. It was released in October 25. And this is his third album. Uh, I thought that was a good solid album. There were some tracks I loved. However, there were some tracks I didn't care for that much. Uh, it kind of plays it safe. And he doesn't really expand or experiment on other uh types of sounds so it's kind of more of the same however i think the album is good in itself but it's not his best album i still prefer apricot princess and uh there were standout tracks like always but some of the other songs don't stand out and uh, after listening to his album sometimes i go back to his singles like best friend and loving is easy because for me they're more memorable than uh, some of the tracks on this album. Uh, I gave this album a strong 7, and my favorite tracks are Always and Face to Face. At number 8 is Slow Tie with Nothing Great About Britain. Uh, it was released in May 17, and this was the UK rapper's debut studio album. Uh, I love the production in this album. It's great and aggressive. Uh, the production, it had a good reflection of the darker and grittier side of the UK. The album had a great mix of hip-hop and grime elements. And Slow Tie's offbeat flow takes some getting used to. But uh, after listening to it again and again, it, you can realize it's being done really well. And I really love the energy that Slow Tie brought to this album. It's just grit. It's just uh, anger. And it really showed his frustrations with his uh, home country of the UK. Uh, I gave this album a light 8. Uh, my favorite tracks were Inglorious and uh, the title track, Nothing Great About Britain. At number 7 is Anderson Pack with Ventura. Uh, it was released in April 12th. This is Anderson Pack's fourth album after his other California themed albums uh, like Venice, Malibu, and last year's Oxnard, which was uh, a more aggressive side to Anderson Pack. But with Ventura, it was back to a more R&B focused sound, and uh, there is more singing for Anderson Pack, and it shines once again. 
Uh, there was more mellow vibes, which was a good counter from the Oxnard record last year. Uh, the album just runs at 30 minutes plus, so it's short and compact. And there aren't really fillers, so it's just a short and satisfying listen. Uh, I gave this album a light 8, and my favorite tracks are Come Home and Make It Better. At number 6 is Dreamville with Revenge of the Dreamers 3. Uh, it was released in July 5, and this is the third compilation album by the Dreamville label. Uh, in terms of compilation albums, this was one of the better ones. Uh, it's a great compilation album. It showcased the talent of the whole label. It just sounded like all of these rappers had a lot of fun making it. Uh, there was great energy in the performances from almost everyone. Uh, however, some of the slower songs are the weaker songs, but this had a lot of bangers and those were the standouts of the whole album. Uh, after this, uh, this made me want to check out these other Dreamville artists because of how well they performed and they rapped in this compilation album. Uh, I gave this a light 8. And my favorite tracks are Down Bad and Wells Fargo. At number 5 is Injury Reserve with their uh, self-titled album, Injury Reserve. Uh, it was released in September 20, and this was the hip-hop trio's debut album after releasing a few mixtapes before this. Uh, I love this album. It had hard-hitting production. Uh, it has experimental elements, but are done well. It didn't sound too weird. Uh, there was a good mix of jazz elements and experimental hip-hop. The album had a lot of bangers and a lot of strong performances. And they were also able to show their versatility with some slower songs that were done really well. Uh, I gave this album a light to decent 8. Uh, my favorite tracks were Jawbreaker featuring Rico Nasty and New Hawaii featuring Drum. At number 4 is James Blake with Assume Form. It was released in January 18, and this was the UK singer's fourth studio album. Uh, however, for me, this was my first real exposure to James Blake after listening to uh, some of his other uh, features with hip-hop artists like Travis Scott and Kendrick Lamar. Uh, I love this album. Uh, there was a great R&B with mix of other genres like hip-hop and track. And he has an amazing voice, uh, which was showcased in the album. There were amazing vocal performances by him throughout. And there was also interesting production choices that worked really well in the album. Uh, I gave this album a light to decent 8. And my favorite tracks are Are You In Love and Can't Believe The Way We Flow. At number 3 is Denzel Curry with Zoo. Uh, it was released in May 31 and it's the fourth album by the Florida rapper. Uh, I love this album uh, for its bangers and head boppers. Uh, there were a lot of really loud and really cool songs in here. Uh, there was gritty production and aggressive flow from Denzel as usual. Uh, it was a bit more playful and less serious compared to his release last year, which was Taboo, uh, which was a concept album, a uh, gloomy and dark concept album. So it was refreshing to hear a more uh, uh, laid-back uh, Denzel in this album. 
However, it still portrayed the reality of living in Florida really well. Uh, I gave this album a light to decent 8, and my favorite tracks are Ricky and Birds. At number 2 is Earth Gang with Mirrorland. Uh, they released the album in September 6. Uh, this was their major label studio debut album. Uh, I was put on by their performance in the Dreamville compilation album. I thought the duo was great. Uh, they had great performances in the album, so I was really looking forward to their own album. And uh, they had great performances in this album as well. They gave an interesting look on their hometown of Atlanta. Uh, they showed great versatility in different genres. Uh, they were energetic in the lively and bangers songs that were done really well. However, they also showed a mellow and sensitive side and it also worked really well. So uh, I gave this album a decent 8 and my favorite tracks were Up and Stuck. And finally, my number one album, uh, my album of the year, is none other than Tyler the Creator's Igor. Uh, it was released in May 17. It's Tyler's fifth album, but this is my first real exposure to Tyler's music. I never really listened to any of his other songs before, so I went in blind, knowing nothing, and I was blown away by this record. Uh, it had amazing production and instrumentals. Uh, Tyler explored different genres in the album. It had a great blend of hip-hop, R&B, funk, and even soul. Uh, every song was great, and the whole project felt cohesive and tight-knit because of the smooth transitions. The songs were flowing really well sound-wise and even narrative-wise as well. Uh, I keep on going back to this album even until now because of how easy it is to listen to everything and how there's enough variety in the album itself to make it sound interesting every time I listen to it again. Uh, once I listen to the first track, there's this innate feeling in me to go through the whole album again because listening to just the individual songs on its own don't do the album justice. Uh, it's an amazing album, uh, but I think that Tyler still has the potential to deliver an even better album. But for this year, uh, Igor stands as king and is the top album for me for this year of 2019. Uh, I gave this album a light to decent 9 and my favorite tracks are Earthquake and What's Good. So those were my top albums of 2019. Uh, do you guys agree? Do you think I left out an album that should have been included? Uh, what does your top album list look like? Uh, let me know so we can have a discussion about it. Uh, all in all, the year 2019 has blessed us with some amazing music, and I'm hoping that 2020 does the same. And if you enjoy this episode, it would be great if you subscribe to the podcast on Spotify and give it a 5-star rating if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. Uh, thank you for the support throughout this past year, and thank you for listening to this episode. See you next year.